0: I'm forever, forever long.
1: Well, yeah, I mean you're like a closeted horse girl, so Shh
0: <laughs> Closeted. Don't tell people. Come
1: <laughs> on. Just getting crunk at a circle K. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Being in, in like the Joshua Tree like park bathroom, that is a nightmare
0: though. That, that is was, hell. That oh my is, God. that's literally oh a nightmare. That is the seventh layer of hell. Yeah, it really is. It's the America Biden wanted, yeah. though. It know? is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Just some fucking gay idiot high on mushrooms in Joshua Tree. That's what this country was founded That's
1: country. on. That's <laughs> country. <laughs> oh, man. Should we start the show? Yes, 100%. Hey, all you sweet cinnamon rolls.
0: <laughs> Howdy, everyone.
1: <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Haley. And we're, we're not, not together.
0: together. How's it going?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, uh, it's can a totally different. It? No, we I can't oh, I, I can I'm I can, but I also can't. Um I was like I had like two different, you know, bottles of like a champagne over here for mm-hmm. uh for you know if a good thing happened, and then just, uh, just a shitty a bottle gun. of Jack Daniels oh, if yeah. I need. Sure, and, sure. and then a gun, <laughs> <laughs> a gun and a, and, uh, and, uh, one bullet. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, wow. Uh, what a relief. Yep. But I mean, we're still not out of it.
0: That's how I feel. It's been hard to get like super stoked. Like I still feel a little like
1: waiting for another shoe to drop.
0: Y- yes. 100%. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like cautiously optimistic. I, you know, I tried to like really have a great time on Saturday, but I was also mm-hmm. in the back of my head still a little bit like, yep. <laughs> we'll see. Right. what happens." Joe Biden's
1: going to be our next president. We're going to have Kamala Harris as our VP, which mm-hmm. is, if I'm kind of honest, like the more exciting of the two. Right. Uh, but there are still plenty of, plenty of uh, weeks between now and inauguration day so all right right not not getting too comfy but
0: and there's also still like so much more to do like just like this is like step right. one right to, towards sanity but like so right we'll, it's you
1: know. it's not like yeah they uh give over the <laughs> the white house you know the keys to everything and then uh, oh, the pandemic's gone and our economy's back to, you know, being being out of the shit. Right, and, and cops yeah. suddenly
0: stop murdering black people and stuff like that. So, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work still, but...
1: It's a lot of work.
0: This is step one, so that's good. And, uh, you know, hopefully um, this will be a chink in the Trumpy armor. And right. Yeah, hopefully you can start moving towards a better country. And Yeah. Yeah, a country where like you and I still have rights isn't that wild to think of yeah because
1: exactly yes right because uh that's that's still uh on the table that's still on the chopping block Uh, also kind of big news it was my birthday
0: it was Zach's birthday (laughs) yeah Yeah. my uh
1: my mom accidentally thought I was 28 (laughs) again uh, (laughs) and and she's my mom but uh (laughs) but no it was great um Brant made me I made him like a kind of escape room scavenger hunt for our for our anniversary, which was like a just it was all online. And then he really stepped it up and made a full production with like props and a ton of puzzle. It was like and made videos and it was it was it was ridiculous. And I'm in trouble for next year because I I, I, I'm going to have to I don't know, get a ship and have it slowly sink and he has to get his way off of it or something (laughs) like it's gonna have to i'm gonna have to make sure he actually might die um to to really make it more immersive than you know it was amazing
0: you all have really set yourselves up for failure like year one because you really did like a lot of over-the-top shit for each other's like birthdays and and anniversaries and stuff like that. and woof
1: (laughs) might 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 just need to end it (laughs) 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 just just because expectations are too high uh, oh well. Uh, I know there's a lot of people kind of following the the this uh, this relationship of ours, you know. I know. Well,
0: I for one am a member of the 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 Church of Brent and Zach, so <laughs> I am all in. Um, all in. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of.
1: <laughs> yeah, great.
0: I've been trying to segue like you, Zach, and I just can't do it.
1: No, it's great. So I kind of. Uh, speaking of uh churches and, and all that religion and stuff like that. no it's it is this is a bad it's been a, we're a little rusty that we're a little rusty but that's okay mm-hmm. we're getting back into it um it's getting back to the 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 big change of it all the more important thing i know it's it's exciting that i'm a year older and i'm still around and alive and haven't done anything too terrible yet you know <laughs> um the country is is um you know, there's a it's changing, it's a big change. But there are still people who are devout Trumpers, uh, and they're not going away. This presidency really has brought a lot of kind of evil out of the woodwork, uh, kind of given a lot of people platforms that they hadn't before. Um mm-hmm. and those people aren't going away necessarily. Um, but there is still a call for, you know, unity. Um so the question is, can that happen? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking about that. um, It's kind of I was thinking about kind of the way people in cults have to be deprogrammed. They have to learn how to see things differently. Again, they have to get slowly out of that mindset. Um, And to kind of help us talk about that is our friend uh, Lola Blanc. Uh, She is a multi hyphenate, a writer, director, filmmaker, musician, podcaster. Did I miss anything?
0: Actor. Actor. Actress. (laughs)
1: Actor. And also a personal chef.
0: (laughs) And horse girl, maybe. And horse girl.
2: Opposite of personal chef. Could not be more
1: opposite. (laughs) Um, Microwave
2: dinners for me.
1: And ventriloquist. Is that a thing that you do?
2: Former child ventriloquist,
0: yes. Great.
1: Good. We got it. (laughs) Lola Blanc, everybody. Hello. <laughs> um Lola, so why are we having you talk about this on the show?
2: <laughs> You're having me talk about this because I once was in a very small cult and I now have a podcast about cults called Trust Me in which I talk to um cult survivors and experts and so forth. Lots of cult stuff going on yeah. in my life. <laughs> it's, it's such a, a great podcast.
1: podcast. Yeah, it's so amazing. Thank you. It's called Thank Trust you. Me. Uh, check it out immediately. Start subscribing. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the first episode, you sit down with your mother yes. um, because this cult was it was it was very small. It was just you, your mother, and then this this person or.
2: Yeah, it was me, my mom, and our quote prophet, um, mm-hmm. as well as a couple of people that he enlisted to sort of pose as believers. Mm-hmm. Um, although now he has a full fledged group of believers. At the time, it was just us.
1: But it's grown. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And um, it's it's so just kind of to keep like patting on the back. It's I mean it's it's a fantastic podcast. It's incredible mm-hmm. how you are able to just talk about this all these subjects, very serious subjects. So kind of candidly, warmly, sometimes in a very comedic fashion, but then really get to the heart of of it, you know, and it gets it gets intense sometimes, but it's it's fantastic. And and the way you're able to talk with your mom about it as well, um and how she's turned this part of her life into something kind of you know, bright so, uh, as a way to kind of help other people and it seems like you're doing the same. It's it's just all it's so good. I can't talk about thanks, like highly Zach enough. thanks.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so thank great. you yeah i mean i i had i like it was a podcast that i wanted to hear because the, there were so many cult there were two categories of cult podcasts that i was aware of the very serious very true crimey in 1972 there was a little oh. um oh, that that's type. very good <laughs> <laughs> I'd
1: subscribe to that were... <laughs> podcast as well.
0: Yeah, wait a minute. I mean, those it are great, great too. too.
1: <laughs> I like I like the mumbling historian podcast. That sounds great.
2: There are the mumbling historian podcasts, yeah. and then there are the like straight comedic ones that don't really have a lot of insider perspective. And I felt like marrying those two things was mm-hmm. something like my friends and I talk about very serious, very dark things um, in a very casual way all the time, and that was something that I wanted to hear. Yeah. and so I did it yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and you really invite your listeners that kind of into your living room that way um did and did you feel like those the second category did you feel like they were sort of making fun of survivors
2: yeah yeah a little bit I mean I think people don't do it intentionally I think um I, I think there's been more awareness about respect for survivors in the past couple of years but definitely along the way cults cult members have been a joke Mm -hmm. um it's been people say don't drink the kool-aid you know which which i say too but like it's this very cavalier sort of jokey thing about um this thing that happens to people that's very serious and it could happen to anyone and i think that the humor is a tool for um separating it from yourself Mm -hmm. um to feel as though it could never happen to you it's like dumb people over there that it happens to yeah so i wanted to use humor in a different way and to be like no guys y'all are all susceptible it could happen to any of us
1: yeah i love that. that 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 is kind of your mission statement
2: yeah 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 it
0: is it is too like much like queer humor it's like there are certain jokes that zach and i get to make that like straight people don't get to make because we <laughs> <Sure>. have <laughs> we have lived it we have earned it we have like earned that right, right. and also we yeah. have like the knowledge to make that like Thing actually funny because we right. like know the joke you know so Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah i totally point. get it can feel that same a similar way where it's like you're like no no, no i can make fun of this because i have lived it but like right
1: right know? yeah right.
2: you're just some random dude
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> like, always some yeah. random dude <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, but even God.
2: me like i uh, some of the people who we've had on so far like our next episode we have a uh India Oxenberg from Nexium. The shit that happened to her is like oh, wow. so much darker yeah. than anything that happened to me. Um, so I'm like, she can make jokes that I can't make. Right. Sure.
1: Know? Yeah. But there's a difference between jokes to sort of make fun of and like you're saying, distance yourself. But and then there's also the sort of jokes to make things less taboo uh, and less right. scary. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. Can yeah. you talk a little bit? Um, just and the they can get the full story by listening to your podcast. But could you give sort of the spark notes of um, your story?
2: Yeah, so um, so I grew up Mormon, just a regular old Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, some people consider Mormonism a cult. I don't, especially. Um, I just think it's a kooky religion.
1: Yeah, it's as much as of a cult as any religion is.
2: Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some fun stuff like baptisms for the dead, and and you know. People like to say uh, magic underpants, which is actually called temple garments.
0: But anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I used to drink the blood of Christ, so. I right, to, you know,
1: and his eat his skin he or is whatever.
0: And eat his flesh. So. Of oh, we this do that man too. who came back from the dead, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess. You. you don't own that. Mormons do that right. too. It's God true. damn it. It's true. <laughs> I want a cookie thing. Give me a cookie thing. <laughs> uh, um, so we were regular Mormons. My parents got divorced. My mom... How do I say this quickly? My mom essentially had sex with one of her boyfriends after she got divorced and she confessed to her bishop and she was excommunicated. So she worked for a long time to get back into the church. It took like a year or two of repentance, which is a whole nother story, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of a crazy process. You're not allowed to speak to anyone in church. So everybody knows. um, So you just have like a scarlet letter on your chest. Yep. Yep. You do. Um, She finally makes it back into the church. And she's single and she goes to a Mormon dance. Oh, skipping a big part here. She had been having a dream where she saw a man in the dream um, and she felt like it was significant. It seemed to her like that person that she was seeing who looked like Brendan Fraser um, was (laughs) the man that maybe God wanted her to marry. Um, And in Mormonism, there's a lot of reading meaning into dreams and signs and Um, God telling you, giving you messages all the time. He's like yeah. constantly giving you secret coded messages. Um, and one of them for her in what she thought um, was this dream about this man. So she goes to this Mormon singles dance. She sees a man there who looks just like the guy. And as far as she knows, you cannot dream a face you've never seen. And mm-hmm. so she's like, this must be sent from God. This particular guy um, <laughs> Great guy, um, we'll c- <laughs> we'll call him um, Tim. No, that's my brother's name. Why would I call him that?
1: We'll <laughs> call- <laughs> How about Friendin Brazier? <laughs>
2: uh, Friendin over here. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: gonna try. I'm gonna try really hard. Friendin, um, ter- uh, FB for basic- <laughs> short. <laughs> he uh, basically. Um, charms her and at the end of the night or however long maybe it was a few days later I don't know he tells her he's an atheist he was at the Mormon singles dance but he's actually an atheist so she tries to convince him that um, he shouldn't be an atheist he should believe in God and over time it's a long process and she can tell it so much better than I can but basically over time um, he learns more about her and like learns about and we didn't talk too much about this in the episode actually but he learned about a sexual assault that she had e- experienced um that was pretty bad and like used sort of all these things and found her vulnerabilities oh and no. um he eventually long story short convinced her with the help of these other people who said yes this is true that he was a prophet of god and in mormonism there is a There's a a part of the, (laughs) I always want to say mythology. I mean, I view it as mythology. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that the book of, there's a missing part of the Book of Mormon that Joseph Smith, who founded Mormonism, um, was instructed by the angel to seal away until Mm -hmm. the end of days. And then like another prophet later on would bring them back. So basically Mm -hmm. this leaves a whole, like an opening for prophets to come in and be -hmm. like, an angel, pull, an angel told me to yeah. pull
0: Excalibur right. out of the totally. Like yeah, totally. I mean with a, with
1: a yeah with a lot of religions or mythologies like you were saying, there's the promise of a second coming, right? Or another prophet. Yeah, they they built right. that in. You got to have a <laughs> sequel, you know. You got to have a <laughs> plan D ready. Yeah, you got to yeah. leave
0: room for it. An open-ended question mark. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, and the the tricky thing about it is that Joseph Smith was trans like the original book of mormon was translated from an angel i'm using air quotes yeah at which he just like put his head in a hat and he was like this angel is telling me what the book of mormon says." so the next it does it totally makes sense within that framework
1: absolutely that
2: another man is gonna also be talking to an angel and you don't mm-hmm. get to see the angel or anything sure yeah don't
1: yeah. look behind the curtain sort of thing yeah
2: mm-hmm. right right um so he convinces her of this um over time and then it starts to get dark and he he he, we believe that oh sorry so I I, at a certain point I found and I was snooping on her computer and I found a letter that he had written to her that talked about him being a prophet Mm. and I like had thought something was special about him and Um, I told her I found it and she was like, yes, he is. He's a prophet. And then she and I have the secret that we were keeping from my brothers and, um, thought we were bringing about the second coming and he had a, uh, this is not as abbreviated as I thought maybe it would be, but (laughs) here we go.
1: I know. Sorry. I I asked uh, probably a too big of a question. (laughs)
2: Uh, basically, um, he, 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 he separated me from her and sent her into sex trafficking and she believed that she had to do this as a sacrifice um because it was got what god wanted and it was a test and tests are a big thing in mormonism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the way and she was living in this horrible place this like halfway house where she was the only woman and she was um you know she had some very violent experiences there and kept begging him to let her leave and why would God want this? And he kept telling her, it's just what it's just a test, sorry. Until finally a man who was in on it um, came and told her that it was a fraud. And basically like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And started, it's broke down crying and, and like got her out of there. That is the longer-ish <laughs> short version of the story. Well, they should definitely um, listen
0: to episode one of your podcast to get like yeah. the full story. Especially from directly from your your mom but um yeah
1: it's amazing to hear her talk about it like it is just i mean it's it's i mean it's horrible what happened but just the way you but just are the two of you are so just open about it Mm -hmm. is is is, is incredible
0: well and hearing hearing your story and like uh you know watching the vow for example or hearing about any of these these cults is that the kind of genius of them is that they build in into the ideology that if you start to feel any kind of doubt or any kind of like maybe things aren't right or start Mm -hmm. to question Mm -hmm. things they build it into the ideology that that's you not doing something enough not either having enough faith or you know or in Scientology it's like you're a suppressive person and like or something like that or every cult Mm -hmm. has that has that same kind of it's different words, but, like, the same idea of, right. like, yeah. if you start to feel doubt, it means you're not either doing enough work, you're not believing enough, you're not worthy enough, you know, so it it, mm-hmm. it, right. mm-hmm. it really makes you question your own thoughts and, and questions and beliefs. Or and even
1: if somebody else, like, close to you is telling you, like, hey, don't trust these people, then that becomes, you know, a test in itself, like, that person is oh well they you know they just don't believe they're 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 unpure or something and it it galvanizes your belief in that thing you know
2: right yeah right
1: yeah it's kind of all sort of self-fulfilling it's like you know those stone arches that just like because the way they're built over time just get stronger and stronger through gravity Mm -hmm. you know
2: right um Steve Hassan, who was on our podcast last week, uh, he was talking about it um, and uses the term thought stopping. They have a a process called thought stopping, which like, yes, any doubt that comes up or any, any, any person that questions or, or presents you with a fact, there are tactics in place to make you stop that thought Mm -hmm. and stop that thought and stop that thought until like any thought that's like spontaneous or front coming from you or in an honest way, is, is uh, squeezed down and, and, you you know, you lose your identity completely. Yeah.
0: What a lot of people who are in, in situations like this, like Scientology, for example, it's, like, mostly, if not all, like, good people. But they're yeah. just involved in this situation with a leader who is, like, right. tainting them and tainting their thoughts. And when you had Steve Hassan on, he mentioned, like, there's brainwashing involved here and if these people were good and moral people before which for the most part i think a lot of these people are like a lot of these you say like everyone says like people don't join cults they join movements or Mm -hmm. ideologies or something that started out like a a positive thing that just kind of like yeah divolved into something and it's usually because of a corrupt leader yeah you know and i think but
1: they're charming usually that person Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah
2: I remember looking at a, I probably mentioned this on my podcast, but I remember looking at a a video about Jonestown a few years ago Mm -hmm. on YouTube and reading the comments. And it was so crazy to me how much they were just like, they were just talking about how dumb these people are and how they would never do this. And they couldn't believe this had happened. What fucking idiots, you know, I'm like, people do crazy things when they're under the influence of a, of a manipulative controlling leader and it doesn't mean that that's the core of
0: who they are in the same vein that people trusted ted bundy like why would you not until you learn you shouldn't you know if these people are master manipulators and and like you said jim jones like he started out the things he was saying like he was preaching like equality like Mm -hmm. yeah like he was helping people of color Or or in like preaching to them when no one else really was, and like preaching things like equality, and like that's a good thing, (laughs) right? And then it's hard to
1: imagine how could that guy
0: turn into bad?
1: How could that guy turn into this evil thing, right? And it's
0: a thousand little cuts, you know, death by a thousand cuts or whatever. It's not like full on insanity, right? Like right Mm -hmm. off the bat, it's always like, of course, it's small little little incremental uh things yeah so yeah i mean mm
2: -hmm. yeah there's always something good there there's always something good there that's appealing to the parts of us that want something better Mm -hmm. want to have better lives want the world to be better want to improve our business (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) what is the word business business ability. Acumen? business ability business acumen acumen, acumen. Sure. okay Thank you. <laughs> I, th-
1: I was thinking maybe synergy is that it i've heard that word before damn
0: what buzzwords do we- yeah <laughs> um,
1: so, so um after going through this after everything that you've both been through do you find like little red flags in in other places that are not necessarily like cults but are maybe presenting like themselves in a cultish way or uh, maybe are using some of those tactics, like those brainwashing tactics. Do you find those other places now? Uh, all
2: the time.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I think a lot of my friends, a lot who are very smart, reasonable people, um, you know, they go to psychics, they go to tarot readers, they look to, um. These sort of new age like wellness gurus mm-hmm. they look to people yes. like Tony Robbins
1: ayahuasca retreats oh my gosh Tony e- Robbins yes. yeah any get, yeah. get help books those sort of like I yes. got the answer five steps yes. to happiness yeah
2: absolutely mm-hmm. I yeah. think politics is like a, I mean there's just red flags everywhere everywhere you look <laughs> yeah. non-stop red yeah. flags um, yeah they're everywhere and I and it sucks because I feel like I am I uh, you know, I'm sort of an extreme cynic at this point <laughs> and I want to be someone who's more open-minded. I think like that would be nice, but I'm also just like the story with my mom is not the only story of like, you know, I mean, she also had obviously her interactions with Keith Raniere who, by the way, gave her a slave contract 20 years before DOS was a thing. Oh, um, God. Like there's so many, I, like encountered so many sociopathic people that i'm like such a fucking cynic now. can i say fucking <laughs> oh say my God, fucking you can as say many fucking times as you okay, want
0: cool. anything <laughs> literally okay great
1: <laughs> but no, um, we do live in a society that like is able to lift up those like so soci- sociopaths like you're saying like any mm-hmm. my, now so more than ever where anybody can have a platform on on the internet or you know the, mm-hmm. the, the, you can use youtube twitch there's so many different ways to manipulate people. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, the internet is such a breeding ground, especially given the algorithms that keep us in our little bubbles, and it becomes a feedback loop where we're adjusting the same thing. It's how
1: incels became a thing.
2: Oh my god, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. It's how Trump supporters became Trump supporters. It's how Mm -hmm. ISIS, people joining ISIS, like Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. are becoming radicalized just because of these just because of, uh, you know, Mark whatever
1: right <laughs> whatever. well they're <laughs> they get found in it in like a sometimes a low place or a place where they're very fearful that's how trump got all his followers is they were afraid you know they they and this guy says i have the answer the answer is this mm-hmm. it's very simple we just have to shut out mexicans or you know or g- take rights away from trans people or this or that you know just right you know there's problem people and then I, you know yeah
0: we yeah. eradicate those problems and then we make America great again. Great, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Because right. they've been so disenfranchised, and I think that's what I appreciate about your podcast as well. Is like, especially your last episode, it helped me realize, like, as much as I really don't want to be, because I'm so infuriated. It's like, it has helped me be a little more empathetic towards like these Trump supporters, because it's like, if you do think of it as in kind of a cult mentality, it's like, oh yeah, well, there's this person. Who uses all these tactics who's a charismatic leader who can you know controls what people are ingesting by saying Mm -hmm. this is fake news this is fake news this is fake news this is this is the only thing you know Mm -hmm. who kind of uses all those tactics and it's it's easy to kind of understand how people can get like taken by that and it has helped me realize that and and i know you say this all the time but really anyone is susceptible to this kind of stuff but then it's also
1: frustrating when like like you you can you can show them and and say like hey this is textbook brainwashing this is textbook manipulation here are all these examples look at all these things that he's done and you know they don't want to hear it it's it's it hits a wall
0: and again the thing that he built into his ideology like these other cults did is the fake news rhetoric yeah right right
2: It's the same as you just need to have faith. It's the same Mm -hmm. as, it's just another version of the same thing. Right.
1: So then how do you, how do you break those walls down?
2: I mean, it's such a good question and it's a big thing we talked about in the last episode because it's something we all want to know. I like, I, what Steve emphasized and what I do believe is important is keeping those people in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, and, and, and trying to have empathy for what was hap what was going on for them that drew them to that in the first place. Cause it was something. Um, yeah. and if you, if like, if you're not in their life, you cannot influence them at all. Um, yeah. you know, I, um, everyone tells that story about the, the David Duke's nephew or whatever, but my, one of my best friend's brother was actually one of the Jewish people who, invited him to dinner invited this racist poster child to dinner mm. um and that was the beginning of him coming out of the indoctrination and i think um it's so much easier said than done because yeah. when someone is is saying things that are hateful right it's really hard to be able to just accept that so i like it i don't know what the answer is but i do think trying to connect with them on other things and trying to like have a human relationship with them is is more effective Mm -hmm. than yeah like shouting facts at them sure
1: i mean there is and yeah there's such a difference between like like there's that old thing where like there's a nazi that shows up in a bar and then the bartender kicks him out and they said well he wasn't doing anything well yeah but if he's there then other nazis know that they can be there too and then it becomes mm-hmm. a Nazi bar and, and then that's it. You know, you can't, you have to, there's something who said for stomping out hate, but then like I've been seeing this going around in a lot of like Facebook groups where they're just straight up saying, if you voted for Trump, get out. We don't right. want it. It's a purge. Right. And then, right. so on one hand, there's weird, you know, the, the they're attempting to stomp out hate, but now they're mm-hmm. also separating all these people. You're getting these people alone, which is what a cult leader also wants. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's right. hard right you need people to see you living your life as -hmm. well like as as the person trying to reach out you know they need to see you like you're saying
0: yeah right it's always frustrating because it uh, this kind of stuff always puts the impetus on the oppressed to do all the work to teach the oppressor and that's always so Mm -hmm. like annoying um yeah but you know in my own life like it, it does kind of make sense i've always for I've always kind of been one of those people who are like, fuck you if you voted for Trump, I don't need you, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like literally just unfriending people left and right on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, in my own life, like it, it does kind of make sense because in the past 10 years, it's gone from, you know, me being gay. Like it's gone from my mom saying the meanest things, like someone's ever said to anyone in the world, like about me being gay to my girlfriend's coming home for Christmas this mm-hmm. year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's because like, and it's taken mm-hmm. that long, but it's, like, yeah. because we've stayed in it, like, that's where the change has come. It, and true, right. but, like, that's so much work, and to have to, like, slog through all the hate right. to get right. there sucks. And, like, you're, you <laughs> right. know, you're
1: still having a Christmas, but I'm assuming, I mean, I don't want to tell but who did your mom vote for? Do you know?
0: Oh, I'm I'm almost 100% sure Trump. Right. Almost 100% mm. sure. Mm. And yeah. I told so, them, too. Uh, I texted, I was like, look. Because we we very much like, and it's been really hard because my brother, I haven't talked to my brother in a really long time because we don't see, I'm from Florida, like very Florida, the epitome of Florida is like my family. Mm. And so it's just been like a really rough past like four years. And I told them, I just sent them a text. I was like, look, we'd never talk about this shit, but I was like, your vote affects my rights on a very fundamental level think about mm-hmm. that when you vote and that's all i'll say and like right. i was like i'm not going to engage any further because i just can't like right now yeah. you know not
1: making an argument but just making your point and right hoping right. That right. It gets across yeah
0: right. i don't know if it did but like i'm sure they voted they still voted for trump but again because mm-hmm. they just don't i i think they only they put on fox news and then that's literally their source Right. It's not even news, but that entertainment is their source and those that entertainment says don't trust this, don't trust that. Right. Right. Just trust us. And that's the same like kind of brainwashing thing, you know?
2: Yeah. It's it's yes. It's isolating them and it's controlling their information.
0: Mm.
2: It's just so it's just you just I mean, I know that we're in a digital age and like, yeah, but it still blows my mind that that can happen because like you do have access to all of the information in the world. Oh, it's
1: all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
2: all there. But like you really, but people are not motivated to seek out information that is difficult, that like outside of what
0: they're used to. No. Right. Which is fair though, because if I saw an article that said, um, here's why lesbians are bullshit and suck, I wouldn't read it. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> right? I kind of, I kind of get that, like, because I don't seek out information that is like that I think is stupid and not worth my time to read because it's right. completely counter to my beliefs. You know? Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, I kind of get that inclination to also not do that, but you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. I th- and I don't know. I feel like we all kind of just have to decide like how much emotional labor is worth it to us because it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. exhausting to try to have someone in your life who so fundamentally either disagrees with you or just straight up hates you or something about you like i
1: yeah i -hmm. yeah my my grandma when i you know i they were posting they would repost a lot of things that'd be like anti trans or like anti-gay or or things like like the one thing that really got me though was was something that said like why are seniors voting for trump because they want the same rights for their kids that they had and like, I, that one just like broke what? me because I was just like, <laughs>
0: yeah, just what
1: right the what rights? Because this man wants, like his 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 VP wants to electrocute me until I'm straight, you know. So mm. like, I just like I just call. I was just like, you cannot, you cannot say things about gay people like that. You can't say things mm. about trans people. You can't like, just like you know, like you can't say gross things about Caitlyn Jenner like because you're so obsessed with her for some reason, you know, like. And then my grandma went on and how it how much it hurt, Zach. It hurt so much when we found out that this was the Ugh. lifestyle that you had chosen. Like, as if it had anything to do with her, you know? Right. And, and it was just like, you know, we pray every night or I'll tell them, like, you know that this, this person is anti-gay. Like, oh, don't worry. You know, they're not coming. They're not coming for you. They're not going to do that to you. You know, that's other people. Mm. Yeah, they're not going to do that to you. Like, cause, and they don't see it as like a hateful thing. Mm-hmm. She sees it as a loving thing. I'm praying for you. I love you. I want you to be better. This this. is I want right. you to get away from this scary thing that you're doing.
0: Right. You know? right,
1: right. When
0: it could be, why don't you help to make the world not scary for me? Because if exactly. you love me and like you should love all of me. And that includes being gay. And when there's nothing wrong with that, it's
1: like, it's so weird when they're like circling the point, like, but oh, the world is so so hard for gay, for gay people. Like then, Mm. right. But then make it, but it doesn't, make it not hard. hard. i It's hard because you're making it hard. (laughs) 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 I'm still going to be gay, but you could make that world a little less hard. Right. Oh my God.
0: If it were a choice, oh my God, who would
1: choose it? Oh my God. It'd be so easy. (laughs)
0: Oh my
2: God. I'm just so interested to see what's going to happen. Well, for obviously what's going to happen right now, if there's going to be a coup, like what, who knows what's going to happen with this transition. But after that, assuming Joe Biden is able to assume the presidency, Mm -hmm. like if, if the national conversation changes and if people, and if there's less hate being, being spewed and if there's, if people are not, if uh, fellow Americans are not being demonized, Mm -hmm. um, I wonder how many people will still cling to that. Um, and I wonder if their lives are improving in other ways, mm. um, which I mean, this is very hopeful right now. Who knows, who knows what Biden's actually going to mm-hmm. be able to do. Right. But right. Let, let's say they were able to pass some things that actually improved people's lives. So they didn't have to blame someone for their problems. Mm-hmm. I wonder if people will slowly start to you know, peel off of that. It's right. going to be
1: hard. I Like I can, for one thing, I can easily see the, the manga hat, the Trump 2020 like flag being like essentially the next Confederate flag. Like, I mean, it mm-hmm. already basically is, but I mean, mm-hmm. and they, they lasted for the same amount of time too, but, but like we, the, the problem is we don't see the effects of a presidency really until l- later, you know, it's yeah. going, it's going to hit oh, later. After and they're then, gone, right. There's going to be people saying, see, look how bad things are.
0: Right. And it's just runoff from the previous presidency, just like Trump's success, quote unquote, was runoff from the previous presidency. Right. 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 That's what ultimately sucks. Right. Is that, you know, with the Senate, like being Republican, leaning anything that Biden will actually try and do that would help people. Right. Right. Would be blocked by a right-leaning senate because they just want to prove that like see this guy sucks of course of course Mm -hmm. you know is it official yet there is somewhat hope with georgia runoffs Mm -hmm. i believe so that's what's crazy is like i you know it was de- Joe Biden was decided but everything's so scary I like don't trust anything
2: you no. know? it's so funny I'm like I Biden was my actual last choice maybe my second to last choice sure. but now after seeing his speech the other night I'm like I'm a Biden super fan he's uh, gonna bring us together right. speech, but also
1: just Kamala's <laughs> speech was just like yeah ugh, yeah oh my gosh me, that was yeah. unbelievable for me
0: look and I and I told this to all my third-party friends too right like I was like look I know Joe Biden's not because, you know, I had a lot of friends who were like, I'm going to vote third party. or I'm going to not vote. And I was like, don't, don't, (laughs) don't, 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 don't. No, no. (laughs) And I was like, look, even if Biden isn't your first choice, like Biden is the type of guy to fucking read the room. You know, I was like, he he knows he has to read the room because he knows a lot of his votes are anti-fascist votes. A lot of his votes are not. Biden votes. A lot of his votes right. are simply anti-fascist votes. Kind of like right.
1: a, a, just like a step just in a towards the right direction. Right. Votes, right. Like,
0: know. right. I'd rather bitch about like, and they're going to go right back to hating Biden, you know, right. As soon as immigration. Yeah. Hey, that's, been. you know what? That's, which is, that's which fine. is fine. That's but I was fine. Like, yeah. But I was like, look, first of all, a, it's easier to make change under a regime that is like democratic and not fascist.
1: Mm. And
0: B, the guy reads the room. Like, And like you said, his speech, like, was amazing. He mentioned trans people in a positive way in his speech. Like, that is progress. No matter, like, what, like, that is progress. And even if he, you know, helps us only because it's, like, for optics, I'm like, look, it still helps us. Whether he (laughs) actually is, like, gung-ho about it or not, it's like, if he makes changes... Like to support pro- progressive ideas, mm-hmm. it's still good because <laughs> it's still happening.
1: It's still happening. You know? Even if it's, right. yeah, even if for the moment it's just kind of the motions, at least the motions are happening and then lead to, to like, you know, actually meaning it. You know?
0: Exactly. Because it takes the things actually happening to change sentiment. Yeah. Like, yeah. So many people who like were anti gay, like it's like, in the past, like, five years, even, like, Republicans know that it's, like, bad yeah. to be anti-gay. Like, yep. mainstream Republicans are not homophobic, or at least not uh, openly. Not as
1: outwardly. Yeah. Or at least not
0: openly homophobic. So, yeah, like, and that's been in a short period of time. So, yes. like, it really has. Like, I remember, like, only, like, 10 years ago, like, politicians were still, like, more openly homophobic, and even Trump saw the writing. Of this ha- most hateful man in the world was like, yeah. "I at least got to appeal to the gays," you know. <laughs> so, or at least he tried. To. Hateful we man, Haley.
1: Did. This guy told me that he was the least hateful man in the <laughs> world. So, oh, maybe get your story straight. I don't You're know. Right. One of you is lying. I've been watching too much fake news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you love that fake news. Um, Lola, (laughs) have you talked to anybody about deprogramming and, and sort of what it takes as far as, you know, at least specifically talking to cult, uh, survivors?
2: Um, a little bit, not, we haven't gotten too deep into what the actual techniques are other than some basics about like remembering who you were before and what made you, you. And if you have to construct a new identity, doing it just little by little, um, what, what makes me happy? What, um, what makes me feel good, and also just learning. I think a big part of it is is um, developing an understanding, of course, of control and developing an understanding of of brainwashing and mm-hmm. identifying the patterns that were happening to you, yeah. um, so you can separate that from reality. I think yeah. that's that's kind of a big thing.
1: Yeah. You also talk about kind of like the hard part of even recognizing that you are being brainwashed or being manipulated. Is is that you know you get so deep in and you do things that you would never do before and so you almost it almost has to be real because if it isn't then oh god oh no what have i you know what have i done uh what what have i bought into um, i've gone this
2: far i've gone
1: this far and and unraveling yeah. it then that you know you have to deal with yeah. that, those repercussions
2: oh yeah it's the uh it's the sunk cost fallacy the mm-hmm. more time and more of your life you invest into something, the less, the harder it's going to be for you to let go of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but especially when it involves behaviors that compromise your morals, um, things that you would be ashamed of if you had to admit that they were, co- you know, coming from a place that was not genuine. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it's why people stay in bad relationships for too long. It's why people yeah. hold on to investments yeah. for too long. Yeah, it's the same reason why people stay in these situations for too long. Or it's- they
1: they keep contact with family members that are abusive. Like, and sometimes the best thing is, and it's so hard, but you just have to just walk away mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and conf- and may- and and con- maybe even confront yourself if you need to, or maybe let part of it. The mourning process is is realizing that just because you did those things doesn't mean that you are a bad person and mm-hmm. you were manipulated, you know? Right. Like th- and that doesn't make you bad. And, and there, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's, there's years of work and years of therapy that have to be done, but yeah, it's, it's that initial mm-hmm. step that want to change. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I think the, the self blame thing is the biggest, like that's the thing that seems to be the hardest yeah. for people. I know for my mom, it was mm. she like, she had a really, really hard time with it for years, admitting what had happened because she just, you know she she felt as though she'd done those things of her her own volition and it's right. hard to accept that you were under someone else's control if they're not physically forcing you right you know yeah. right
1: right right when do you think it kind of turned around for her like that she started feeling better about it
2: um it was when she started going back to school and when she joined a so she already had a a, a masters i want to say Um, but when she started getting her PhD in media psychology, she started, um, just learning more about how telling her own story, um, and taking the power back for her story could change things for her. And, and just, and like, you know, just taking psychology classes and and realizing how, how much influence, how much we're being influenced at all times, but especially when there's somebody you know actually manipulating that influence right,
0: right. Now it's not like her fault I'm sure it may- helped her feel less alone it's it's always so like going to therapy helped me realize like it helped me like really pinpoint like these things I was feeling and actually helped me like be like oh it's because of this thing like that makes me feel less crazy because it's like yeah there's a precedent for this <laughs> right. right and it's not just me being alone and crazy in my own world it's like oh, there's an actual precedent. It happens all the time. It's so normal that people write books about this and like, oh, okay, so I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Yeah. you know, I'm sure that is yeah. part of what felt comforting. Totally.
1: So do you think that there is a way to um get these people back or, or to really connect with our family members? Maybe we have a, a, an uncle who is very much a Trumper Uh, Is there is there a way to connect with them and and get them out of that?
2: I think it kind of depends on how deep they are, Mm -hmm. because if they're at QAnon levels, it's going to be harder. Yeah. You know, Um, because that's a level of delusional that you just really cannot reason with. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll see. I mean, we'll see in in coming years how, you know the rate at which people um, come out of that and emerge from that and are able to recognize what, what was going on for them. But for people who are just more in the Trump zone and not quite to the (laughs) paranoid delusional level, um, I I do think there is a way to connect with them, but I think we have to evaluate if, whether it's worth it or not to us because it's taxing and it takes a long time. It's not something you can do in one conversation um, and you have to, you know, I think it does require having conversations that are uncomfortable and that are,
0: you know, maybe even detestable <laughs> at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we have to be careful to not also dive into the sunk cost fallacy there, where it's like right. investing too much time and effort into someone who it would just be better for us. Yeah, yeah, if we just yeah. Have to cut them out. Yeah, you know?
2: sometimes it's not healthy for us to engage right. with those people and it's kind of a case by case thing and everyone has to decide for themselves yeah right.
1: i like you said that you know you need they need to see people live their lives that that sometimes that's the biggest most bravest thing that you can do is just be yourself in a place where other people can see you and she, like, share your story so hopefully somebody in middle america realizes oh these people do exist you know these people i've been voting against and real. i know
0: one and i know, and I know one. one and mm. i love them and yeah. how do I reconcile that?
1: No, I, uh, I, yeah, but I appreciate you coming on the show. It's a huge topic, of course. And so we barely even scratched the surface. Um, so please listen to Trust Me. It's fantastic. And well It's
0: so good. Uh, Lola gets some great guests on there. Um, and yeah, I, it's it's so great. You you all have only done, like, released five episodes so far. And mm-hmm. They're amazing. Wait, you fro? I did
2: not hear the last thirty seconds of we what you said. We are just
1: singing your praises. Literally, all we we're talking
2: about <laughs> is
0: how great your podcast is. So, oh wow. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm yeah, right. no, I I loved it. I like literally like binged it yesterday and today and like, and yeah, people I really respect. You know, people who are very much, I consider like quote unquote like me, right? Like someone like me. Uh, those are the type of people you have on your podcast and it's like, oh, wow, this could have easily been me if I was raised in a different family or done, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. any kind of different circumstance, like could have very easily, you know, been me. I don't think I am too smart to right. quote unquote be susceptible <laughs> uh, to I think cult. Plenty
1: of smart people get wrapped up in, t- in those things. That's the thing. That's oh, the scary absolutely.
0: thing. Absolutely. That's the scary thing. Look, it's yeah. no surprise that cults like Nexium or Scientology have like all these really wealthy, well known, well respected people in them. It's not big, be- they're not stupid, <laughs> you know? Right.
1: Except for Tom dumb. Cruise. He's, Except for I Tom mean, Cruise. God. He's good. An idiot. God, he's
0: so stupid. He
1: fucking, and his teeth are weird too. <laughs> they're all just a little bit. Like are pushed they? to the side yeah his his middle two teeth are not in the middle of his face
2: wait how did i never notice this i have to look it up
1: <laughs> don't worry. well while you're looking it up i'm gonna introduce our game uh, so uh we've been talking about cults obviously uh <laughs> and uh we, we know that you've you're you're deep into it now um and I just wanted to bring a little levity to this. Um, There's a lot of other things in our lives with, you know, sort of cult followings, Um, TV shows, um, products, movies, people love to love things. Uh, And so I wanted to kind of uh, put a couple of these things against each other and ask if these things were like not just like something with a cult following, but like a cult, what would they be like and uh, what would they believe and which of the two would be the one you would join? Love if it. you had a choice. Sort of a would you rather uh of the two.
0: But with cult with cult uh but with classic cults. type with things. Cult, exactly. Got it. Okay, great. Great. Love Love it.
1: It. All right. So would you rather join the My Little Pony cult <laughs> or the Rick and Morty cult?
2: Oh. I've I've never seen Rick and Morty. <laughs> Me neither. you've
1: seen Rick and Morty fans, I'm assuming, online, yeah? Yeah? And
2: I do not relate to them at
1: all. Same.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My my knee-jerk reaction is My Little Pony, just because, and I'm aware of bronies. Right. But also, Rick and Morty bros are more grating to me.
1: Than, like, somebody coming all over a tiny...
2: that I can jive with, My like, little get it. pony thing, that's fine. I'm sorry, this is not a thing I know about.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Bronies, you're Bronies. coming on My Little Ponies? Is that what this is?
1: There's just like a very viral picture of a, like a My Little Pony figurine in a jar of what is probably old cum. Ew. See, I didn't even know about
0: that, but no? I do okay. know that. Okay, I just
1: I think that sex would be a very would be kind of a underbelly thing, like uh, like it's obviously friendship is magic on the top. But right. then the underbelly is—it's kind of a sex cult.
0: Well, I do—I right. do know that there there is like a like a fandom of My Little Pony that are yeah. like adult men. Yes. I do know that it's a big and they're big, bronies. Yeah, bronies. But My Little Pony has like—I do get a little nervous if we're talking about sex and cults because I do mm-hmm. know My Little Pony like Brony—it can get a little sexual there.
1: Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not there. Maybe maybe it's just about maybe the it's show. Innocent. It's pure. It's pure. The like show. I like colors. It's rainbows. It's a good. Candy. Hey, listen. Again. It's a good cartoon. It's a good show. <laughs> my knee jerk like,
0: is to say, my little. I'd rather join the cult of My Little Pony.
1: You don't want a bunch of white boys yelling pickle Rick at you. <laughs>
0: You know, that's that's not my idea.
1: Just shotgun and Szechuan sauce.
0: It's not my idea of a bunch of well actuallys telling me about why. (laughs) A
1: bunch of human fedoras.
0: Why the new Star Wars trilogy sucks, okay? That's Mm. the fucking Rick and Morty cult. You know what I mean? That really is what it is. That's my nightmare cult. Exactly. (laughs) Agreed. So I would much rather join the My Little Pony cult where, you know, one of the ponies is regarded. As the leader, and I can jive. I can get with that because they're a pony. You know, they're yeah. they're innocent. Yeah. You're loving. a horse girl. We know. You're a <laughs> Damn it, God! I'm a horse girl. Their signs the signs are there. I'm just checking off every box. Oh my God.
1: <laughs>
0: um, shoot.
1: I'm gonna get you a pamphlet that's so you might be a horse girl. I'll get that. It'll help you through. I think it's gonna help you through this stuff. Times. All right. Um, zodiac versus crystals and there might be a little overlap here but i think oh. we should separate the two mm.
0: Mm. yeah yeah well i like this because these two are actually more similar and that'll make yeah. the, that'll make the decision harder right they, right, they right. both have east side lesbian vibes sure <laughs> like they're both absolutely very, like i feel like all my lesbian friends in in uh, on the east side they this. might be more
1: of a more of a matriarchy. Each of these,
0: mm. yeah, I like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I was tempted to say zodiac because it's like pseudo psychology and it's a way of analyzing people's personalities. However, I think maybe I'm gonna go crystals because uh-huh. zodiac. It's I feel like it's very limiting and who you you people you get put, you put in know, a box. You're put in a box. Mm-hmm. And yeah. with crystals, it's aspirational. It's like I'm using this crystal to improve my whatever that's mm-hmm. true but it
1: also is like one of those things where you have to keep buying things to kind of get oh, to the next true. level to purify yourself <laughs> yeah. shit you're you know? right shit they're each you know but yeah you're right there it is aspirational you know
2: yeah i prefer to be able to you know be become something better if i want to be joining a cult at least i want it to be like
0: improving you have right. like the sky's the limit yeah yeah right. zodiac
1: is kind of like this is who you are right you know you can't really do much about it but hey you know
0: Mercury in retrograde, you're fucked. You're Sorry, fucked, baby.
1: But hey, at least you know that you're prepared. <laughs>
0: right. And see, as an Aquarius, the zodiac one appeals a little bit more to me. Because really? I'm, I'm a little bit more like I'm a little more like regimented. You know, I'm like yeah. Yes, oh, I yes, can see that. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. You know, I like I like the boxes. I I imagine the zodiac <laughs> I'm
1: cult has like a chore wheel oh you i know? love
0: that and my name's on all of them because i love chores. i'll do the.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right aries is doing dishes this week and i but but i'm
0: the bitchy aquarius who's like there's there's like a little, bit, a little of...
1: bit here just, just let me do it i'm just gonna just, do it
0: you know what you never do it right i'll just do it i'll do it you guys don't do it right <laughs>
1: <laughs> so is that the final answer
0: i think so i'll, I'll do these yeah. i'll do the zodiac cult for sure yeah, oh,
2: it's a tough one.
0: But yeah, I think, I think I'll think i just go with
2: crystals.
1: Per- perfect. Sick. Beautiful. Great cults. <laughs> Great um, cults. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Another very similar two. But mm-hmm. similar, but I think they're, they're, they are they're they very different. Uh, the cult of Burning Man and the cult of Coachella.
0: Oh. Uh, uh, this I, is tough. There's not enough showers for me in either cult. <laughs> Same. Because I Same. can't go a day without a good shower mm-hmm. um i will I say many days <laughs> personally i'm like <laughs> in
2: quarantine
0: yeah <laughs> as far as my insufferable meter goes i that's
1: what you're talking about the people who are the, in this cult yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. these are the people you're going to be you know hanging these are out my with community with. yeah these, these are, are my people, people. yeah
0: and, and also like the leader right do i want like this there's something kind of cool about in pagan and fun about a giant burning man to me that i it's think it's very is, pagan yeah, yeah it's very mm, cool true. and witchy and i kind of like that i yeah. also prefer honestly shedding
1: I pre- shedding the the bad the old like the uh mm-hmm. the oppressive yeah nature of uh the outside world the communal
0: yeah. thing yeah. of burning that man appeals nice. to me more the so gift the, culture the gift yeah more so than the like and granted you have to have a lot of money to go to both of these events but you do.
1: The, yeah. Let's not. Yeah. That's the thing. They're as, both as,
0: privileged. They're both buy-ins. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like if you
1: want to shower. Yeah. Sure. You can you can glamp and you can get the you know they each have like their tiered like levels a little bit. You know Coachella's mm-hmm. are like just wears it on its sleeve a little more with its wristbands and everything.
0: Right. But, Although I will say as much as I lean towards Burning Man I do fear a little bit more that if I go to Burning Man as opposed to Coachella mm-hmm. I'm much more susceptible to meeting a cult a different cult leader at Burning Man than oh. at Coachella. There are more cult leaders, I think.
1: You're not wrong. At Burning it, Man. It, I mean, it's the one with Coachella. the more more ritualistic practices. True.
2: Although, I don't know, we've got I, I, Kanye West, we've got Jared Leto. There are plenty absolutely. of musician cult okay, leaders. Right. Jared
1: Leto, who literally has a cult. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's literally. What I'm saying, and, man.
1: I mean, what, and what are we doing other than worshiping, you know, we're going to worship Beyonce, whoever's playing in the, you know, in the droves and droves of people. Like, I mean, it's true. You're so How right. Is it?
0: You're so right. No. It's the, it, it really, it's just a different type of, it's like the difference between like a Keith Raniere or a or a Charles Manson, like, they're, like <laughs> right. the, the kind of poor hippie, <laughs> I mean, poor that's hippie why one or the rich like <laughs> yuppie one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I feel like just based on the, the wardrobe alone, I cannot pick Burning Man just on principle.
1: Oh wow! I
2: just cannot handle Burning Man attire.
0: Yeah, you're so right.
1: <laughs> you know the steampunk goggles and like three different coats. Oh and, like, my a bikini god! Underneath, and, and yes, all and the, the n- dust.
0: They yes. both have very distinct uniforms, which is so culty Well, then Coachella is like so they have the Native American,
1: Native American yeah. headdress. So that's
2: true. Although, haven't it's all bad. people learned? Haven't they stopped doing that by I now?
0: I think they have. I think they've I, kind there's of.
1: There's plenty. People who I'm sure still haven't gotten the true, message. True, true. No they Coachella both have that style. A little more pristine. It, pristine. It's about the the looks and everything. More the Instagram. Instagram. It's the Instagram version. Things, yeah. yeah.
2: But that's that's what's bad about it. Mm-hmm. That is what's bad about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going Burning Man. Even though I yeah, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna have so much fun. I have fun. to go. I have fun. to go Burning Man. I've never gone to Coachella, and I don't care to ever. I've All been,
2: and right. uh, you don't need to go again.
1: All right, we're so we're pulling back. We're pulling back a little bit. Great. Uh, these ones may be less obvious. Um, Pub trivia Wednesday, cult or Taco <laughs> Tuesday.
2: Neither of these things are things I've participated.
1: <laughs> you never had a taco on a Tuesday.
2: I mean, I am sure I or a have a margarita. I don't drink.
1: Mm, that's true. You don't. Yeah. We gotta. Uh, we gotta get you a, like a virgin margarita.
2: I did have tacos today.
0: And it's monday it's, it's monday. almost tuesday almost. it's almost tuesday
1: ish ish not the same but you get well, the, you get the idea
0: you know you're gonna have to repent because it's monday and not tuesday so that's <laughs> fucking bullshit all
1: right yeah who are who are these what are these cults like who are their uh, leaders hmm, um i mean the pub trivia one is obvious who the leader is
0: who well actually it's the
1: person tra- asking you questions to prove yourself
0: Right Is it a- to prove Alex- your
1: worth, and then maybe he might shower you with gifts of a thirty dollar tab,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods. Yes,
1: he p- it's it's the type of leader who pits his his followers against each other. Right, know? right. It's oh. a but to- the rewards <laughs> and the it's camaraderie, you know. Too, I do it's like fun. rewards. <laughs> I love rewards. Shoot, Talking oh. Tuesday more like seems like bacchanal to me. Like it's it's right. very like you know.
0: I will say. I've participated in both of these events.
1: Oh, good. You're the and, expert here. Yeah. I'll, I'll I should let you take the ring. Right. The thank ring. you. I let you take um, the reins.
0: I will say, that the thing about Taco Tuesday is everyone's a winner.
1: That's mm. so true. Unless you true. had too many tacos.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> but then, <laughs> that's your own fault. You don't believe enough.
1: <laughs> or you... Oh. 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 Maybe see you see too how I'm much. building in. See how I'm building yeah, in Yeah, wow, my Haley. Yeah, maybe you're the leader of this Taco Tuesday cult. I,
2: I do like how Trivia Night uh, values intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I think that's a, a, a merit-based, an educated person.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a merit-based mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that.
2: I like a meritocracy. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay. I, I anyone get
2: it. can eat a fucking taco. You don't have to be special to be in the taco
1: <laughs> You just don't get it. You just don't get it. You just don't understand I mean, it. You have to have a calendar, but that's about <laughs> it. Uh,
2: no, I want I want to be more elite. Give me the elite. Okay,
1: you want the elite, <laughs> elite pub trivia. Pub trivia. Uh, see me
0: the... give me give me your tired, give me your weary, give me your hungry. <laughs> give me your super hungry. You're super, super hungry.
1: I shall give you tequila and tacos in return. <laughs> Ugh, I'm glad we have a split on this one. Yeah. I'm glad we have a split. I'll yeah. Tuc- <laughs> I think I have to. Ooh. I feel like I have to go Taco Tuesday. Yes. As well, mm. For all the reasons Haley said.
0: That's right.
2: <laughs> That's cool. I'll right. be in the smart person cult. So. <laughs>
3: smart you
0: think person, you're better. You think you're better than us. You think you're better than us.
1: <laughs> Whoa, guys. I didn't think this game was going to tear us apart yeah, so I quickly. It.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it's so funny how when you literally just—it's like a football game. Literally, as soon as there's two opposing sides, like people will just—I
1: I, hate—I I hate everybody <laughs> from Trivia Wednesday. I'm riled
0: up. I'm yeah, riled up right now. I can I'm like, see that. Fuck Trivia Wednesday. You got steam coming <laughs> out of you. Taco Tuesdays, where it's at. <laughs> All right.
1: Hopefully, this one doesn't, uh, you know, divide us further. But what about Twitch streamers versus YouTube chefs? The cult of, uh, cult of Twitch streamers with uh, their Among Us and their Minecraft playing and watching uh, them get scared during horror games. Or, you know, we've got Binging with Babish. We have uh, How to Cook That. We have the BA Test Kitchen. Uh, We have people just making like bowls of Nutella that they scoop them into with their spoons. You know,
2: I, I got to be honest. I love watching people make food. Mm hmm. Yeah. If it's good food, I'm all on board. Like if it's really skilled chef, you know.
1: Your att- intelligence, you love, Make- you love <laughs> yeah, yeah. skill. <laughs> the yeah. meritocracy. The meritocracy.
0: I will say, if you had said Twitch streamers versus like YouTube personalities or yeah. just general, I would have hundred percent right. gone Twitch streamers. Okay. Mm-hmm. But just adding the elements. I'm specifically of like,
1: talking about like gamers, chef, like yeah, essentially gamers? gamers versus chefs, is what I'm right. saying. Right. Mm, if it had mm-hmm. been gamers
0: versus just simply any YouTube personality, I would have gone gamers. Mm-hmm. But if we're going, that. if we're pinpointing to chefs, I think they are the out of all the YouTube personalities, they're the least grading to me, or one sure. of the least one of the least grading.
1: To me. <laughs> yeah, but then you have like all those like tasty videos that are I don't know personally I find those obnoxious or the ones that are like or you just see the Here. That are like. Ooh. I literally saw there's there I saw one there's ones that there's like five there's a channel called five minute hacks that they drive me fucking insane these videos are so long and they're like most of them don't make sense one of them I kid <laughs> you not opened with that somebody burying a watermelon and then saying keep cool till Christmas and that was the whole thing <laughs> what? that was the whole what? thing is that that the the hack was that like hey do you want your watermelon to last longer bury that thing (laughs) it wasn't in a box it made no sense and i was furious because that it
2: but is there science behind this no there's (laughs) no science
1: it's just they just they no it's it's put it in the ground it's they just put it right in the ground other things are like you know like drip candles all over this mirror and now you've got this beautiful um thing that you can hang up and looks like a two year old did it. You know, like there, it's it's a. It's a <laughs> You're literally ha-
0: describing all the rituals of my Burning Man cult. So can you please <laughs> be more respectful?
1: You're so right. I'm so sorry, but I do love I do love binging with Babish. I love me some Sola. I love me some Claire Saffitz. Um, you I are referencing
2: them. so many things today that I have I have no idea about. <laughs> what do
1: you know? <laughs> Lola? I am not
2: a part of these subcultures. I don't understand it. I don't know what, what names you just said. <sighs>
1: But you love watching food being made.
2: But I do love, I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a, uh, oh my God, why am I now forgetting the name of the show? I'm a great British bake bake off
1: fan. Yes. I love, I I love following those people as well once they get eliminated. Oh, love it. Uh, I love it. It's so good. It's
0: so good. Their reality TV is so much different than ours. I know. I know. It's so so wholesome. And and we tried to do it and and we bunked it up. We always bunk everything up. We oh gosh, I wish we were smarter.
1: <laughs> th- so it's a resounding YouTube chef cult. That yeah, talking.
0: YouTube chef cult. Oh yeah, and I love video games. I love the story. I love everything about video games. But I just I don't feel like think you'd have to,
1: have to play Among Us in that cult. Like there would be such um,
0: ooh yeah such distrust against... within yeah. the cult. You know, that's so brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right,
1: this is the last one, and we can make it. Well, maybe it won't be quick, but. Um, Furries versus the McElroy brothers.
0: Oh, McElroys. 100%. Really? Really? You,
1: you want to join a cult where everybody's looking to these people to, for all their questions, and th- these people, these three brothers are going to magically answer them? These gods, Justin, <laughs> Griffin, and the lesser god, Travis? Tra-
0: oh, don't you dare. I love Travis and what he brings I do to love, the table. I
1: do, I do like Travis.
0: I don't know who you're talking
1: about. Oh, there are three... <laughs> nerdy podcast boys okay what about furries versus just podcasters in general
0: okay that's a good one well i mean come on podcasters hey hey!
1: Hey.
0: (laughs) podcasters i do love
1: i do love the freeness of furries they're very sweet in general
2: true I was gonna say who who leads the podcaster cult though, and then it made me think that maybe Joe Rogan would have to lead. In which oh. case, wrong yeah. cult. Yeah, or maybe Conan
1: then. O'Brien. but like. But the biggest the,
2: podcaster in the world is Joe Rogan. Is Joe Rogan, right? and
1: that's who it would be. Oh my that's, god, that is okay. you're
0: Right be. then, I'm going Ferraris. I'm going furries. Furries.
1: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get cozy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'll figure it out on the job. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know exactly what yiffing is, but I'll learn. I I'll, I'll learn to love yeah. the yiff. I,
1: I will. I will pray to the yiff every day. Try. Uh, hey,
0: it'll be trial by trial by fur. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, any any um, discrepancies or or fights are uh, are figured out in like the cuddle arena. <laughs> See,
0: that's nice. That sounds yeah, nice. yeah. Be great. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck podcasters. Fuck, fuck podcasters. podcasters. <laughs> I'm going to this.
1: Very, very cute, but also very sexual cult. <laughs> okay, great. I guess that wasn't. I guess that wasn't so hard. Yeah,
0: yeah that was a great game, yeah. Zach. Thank you thank so you much. Oh, thank
1: you, thank you for playing. Thank All right, Lola. Thank
0: you so much uh, for being on our podcast. We're almost done. Thanks again for just being so open and and honest with us, and for sharing your experience with us. And yeah. you know, we've been asking you so many questions and asking you to be so vulnerable, and now comes the point of the episode, oh, no. where you get to ask a question to us, and we will just answer to the best of our ability. Maybe something you've always wanted to ask a queer person or anything. Like I don't it- think
1: we we talked about that. But how do you personally identify, Lola? Uh, I am straight. Okay, so yeah. you're a straight of the week. We haven't had a straight of the week in a minute. So we, this is a uh, this is a pure back to basics straight of the week question. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah. ask us this anything. Is,
1: this is what this show was built on. <laughs>
2: guys why is the only question that i have in my mind right now like a very inappropriate yes um, yes yes
1: yes go with it do it okay go, with yes. it. go it. follow it. that instinct follow yes that. <laughs> yeah. all right all right cool. all right y'all
2: so i'm gonna tell you a little story and then i'm gonna ask you a follow-up question about it okay in Cannot january <laughs> why am i naming the month that this happened <laughs>
1: Um, It's coloring the story for me.
2: (laughs) Beginning of this year, a series of circumstances happened and I had an orgasm in my butt. Hell yeah. And I didn't know it was possible. And it made me wonder if that is a thing that people just experience all the time. So if you guys have any insight on this,
1: (laughs) I'd love to know. Yeah. Well, not, you know,
2: not all the time. I'm
1: assuming it wasn't just spontaneous.
2: (laughs) It was with stimulation, not spontaneous. Okay, fair. (laughs) Yes. I hope I never get into politics because some of this (laughs) shit will not not
1: be. (laughs) No, I know. We're all ruined. We're burned. (laughs) The the, the three of us. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man.
0: I'll never be a senator. Damn it. And anyone who's
1: ever come in contact with us by association (laughs) as well. Oh, that's a good question. I have... Obviously I is that yeah, right? I mean yeah. um yeah, that's I mean, gay sex that's a huge part of it. Um it it was very different. I was for a really long time I was strictly a top or I tried bottoming and that didn't really work out for me. Um and then I my first time it I like came from like stimulation. Um mm-hmm. I was actually I was having sex with my uh partner and they were uh they were mostly a bottom. And just having somebody who like showed me that care, um, yeah. really just relaxed me um, mm-hmm. and let me just sort of let go. And that was, I mean, that first time was just like it went through my whole body. It was so mm. it was so different than the other. It, they're both they're both great. They're very different. Um, and I just like sat there, just kind of like laughing and kind of weird, you know. Just like there was no other emotion it was just it felt really good and then i just was like oh my god i can't believe that just you know <laughs> like okay oh okay yeah you know yeah and um it's really fun when that can when that can happen but yeah i need to be with somebody who um i don't know i'm such a like a such a uh fussy bottom i'm such like a princess i need somebody to really hold my hand and Aww, like
2: treat okay. me treat no, me right it makes sense and yeah. then,
1: to, and then just
2: fucking go
1: and ruin me. Yeah. Then, and then, yeah. And then it can be like, yeah, br- yeah. Uh, uh, yeah um, but yeah, but the thing, the thing about that is then I was able to kind of take what I learned, you know, what, what felt good to me and then apply that. And, and so I think, I just think I've become a better top and just partner uh, because I've bottomed, and I think mm. more more men should do it too. It's yeah, it's 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 so different, find, like discovering these new forms of pleasure for yourself. So right. I, yeah, that must have been what what was that when that hit? Were you like, whoa, what what's going on? Like,
2: I was shocked because yeah. I've been di- so. I fun fact, I had anal sex before I had regular sex. Oh, okay, um, because of Mormonism, because of that was like
0: your like,
3: loophole, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, turns <laughs> turns out. You can still get excommunicated for that. It's actually worse than, um, no but I, kidding. yeah, but I did, um, I did that first. So, you know, I'd been doing stuff on and off for a yeah. long time. I, 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 well, we don't need to get too deep yeah. into that, but, um, but I, it just didn't occur to me that I could actually orgasm that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's,
1: it's, um. I mean, for, for men, you know, their G-spot is up there. Right. So that's, you know, that's more obvious. But there's still nerve endings. Things are pleasurable. That's, that's a space that's that you can explore. You know, it's... um, That's still an erogenous zone. You right. Know, 100%.
2: Yeah. I knew that, but I just hadn't thought about orgasms for some reason.
1: Right, right. Yeah, because that's... Why would you... Why would you necessarily... <laughs> why would your mind go there, you know, automatically? I told right. Me, yeah. Wow, yeah. Cool.
0: Right. But yeah, it's totally normal and, like, fucking awesome. Like, that's so great. It's It's also just, like opening up more opportunities for you to just like experience more pleasure mm-hmm. and like yeah. for me i've never orgasmed solely from you know like penetration but i mm-hmm. constantly use it as a supplement to mm-hmm. like vaginal to kind of get, to or kind clitoral of get yeah, yeah oh yeah it's it's always nice when you're like Adding things to the equation, and it's like what, yeah. right? right. Like, Whoa! It's, it's, What's going on? It <laughs> it where, where is helps. this all coming from? It's like you're yeah. like one thing. Well, that's awesome. Two things, great. Three.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: That's right. usually like that's usually how I use it. But honestly, I haven't like I just haven't tried it. But like, maybe I should.
1: I mean, you never know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's fun to explore. Your own body and your partner's body and mm-hmm. finds out because you can always find out there's new things that make you tick. That's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, um, I personally on my body, I love, um, like nipple play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd always kind of suspected or wondered what would happen if somebody just really paid attention. And one guy did, and I literally came from that alone.
2: Oh my gosh, Amazing. it was like that's so a, cool a minute,
1: but it was like the kind of this like long yeah. sort of edging, and it was just like.
3: Wow. Yeah,
1: and that was another, like, whoa moment, you Mm -hmm. know? Right. Because you're not expecting it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel like like, just the nature of straight men and how they have sex is the reason why nothing like that had happened to me earlier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. there's just such a lack of sensitivity. They require so much coaching. So much coaching.
0: Right, right. But, you know, if they're susceptible to it, you know, because I think, like, I think everyone requires coaching if it's, like, you're with a new partner and, like... Totally, you, sure. You just yeah. have such different needs. Like, my partner now has such different needs than, like, my partner before that. And I wouldn't have known that Absolutely. unless told Absolutely. me. True. So it's and like, your um, own
1: needs change, too. That's they the do, thing, right. Is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um And then a lot of men, a lot of straight men, but a lot of gay men as well, don't want to think that they might be bad at sex. And if somebody corrects them, then they get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um right. because they just want to automatically there's a machismo thing there. They want to totally. automatically be good at pleasuring the person. And sometimes, I mean it sucks, but sometimes that's not even on their mind. And that's the worst. So that's oh God, the Oh my God, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think porn also, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation. But I think I mean, porn influences yeah. people to think that they're supposed to do things that are not actually as real as they think they are. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: Um, Lola, I I so appreciate you, um, a coming on here and being open, but then just like going balls to the wall and asking us like a sex question like this because we love this. It's our favorite <laughs> thing. But everybody wants to be polite and like, yeah. like puts on little kitty gloves and like that's cute. That's we'll answer whatever. Um, we this is like what we love to do.
0: Great, you know, yeah. Talk <laughs> this about is our bread and, and butter. butter. Awesome. It really
1: is. Because um, yeah, sex is like is fun and it it should be talked about i agree Mm -hmm. i love uh talking about it with people who are you know have different sexual experiences than me like i i don't know i never want anybody to feel like they're not invited to the party like to talk Mm -hmm, about their mm -hmm.
2: thing yeah totally yeah i it's one of my favorite subjects (laughs) could go on for hours
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we are uh unfortunately we don't have Many more hours. Um, But thank you so much again for being on this podcast. And where can people listen to your amazing new podcast? Trust me. Yes. Uh, Trust
2: Me is available on all podcast platforms. And I am on Instagram at Oololola. O-O-H-L-A-L-O-L-A.
0: (laughs) Rambo? Where can Rambo be found? (laughs) Rambo
2: actually does have an Instagram. And it's... (laughs) 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 He does, but I'm not going to share. <laughs>
0: okay. He's shy.
1: He's exclusive. He's exclusive. He's trying to run for senator. Okay, and if, C- he's, <laughs> if he's even associated with this, it's not going to work out he for him. He will not
0: no. stop there. <laughs>
1: no. Oh, <laughs> my God. He's so he's cute. He's so cute. He's so cute. Rambo. beautiful. Uh, where can we be found, Haley Manrique?
0: Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Zach. We can be found on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast, on Twitter at NotTogetherCast. We're also on Facebook. Just look us up. We're not together. And um, please shoot us some emails. We're at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. And I guess we should start plugging some uh, listener questions because... uh, Yeah,
1: we're going to be doing that uh, more often. Uh, Also, if they uh, are looking for like a... I don't know. This is a weird little plug. But if they're looking for another group to join or just something to do with their time, um, we're kind of doing a small... Buffy the Vampire Slayer watching group on Facebook it's called we're calling it Sunnydale book club Mm -hmm. we're doing five episodes a week we're just like watching them and talking about them anybody's welcome to join uh oh you got a Sunnydale sweatshirt on right now yeah uh yeah we just finished we're just gonna we're just about to finish season one uh coming up i never watched for Haley you're like in love with the show this is your favorite show yeah that's the Um, cult that
0: I'm in is Buffy yes
1: that really is the Mm. cult um, yeah and I guess so yeah that now I'm starting to join the cult too I'm very excited about it uh, but yeah so I don't know if anybody likes Buffy or wants to watch Buffy with us come on down
0: come on in yeah. come on down
1: and Lola, we're just going to have to have you on the show again so we can actually like do a full sex episode sometime.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> Perfect.
1: All right. Well, Haley, uh, any last uh, thoughts? Any final words before we head out?
0: Only thank you all for listening. Once again, I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And We're, we're not, not Together. together.
1: Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique.
0: And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson.